1: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap
2: contains adult language. She comes downstairs, she's freshly showered. She's ready to start her day. She's smiling. And like every mom of a teenager. That smile gets wiped right off her face <laughs> as, as your teenage daughter says something bitchy to you. Hi everyone, welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we stick some shrooms in our friend's stew and see what happens.
0: We, we do do that, but we don't do that till the next episode. leaving it in
2: (laughs) it's too good it's too good it's staying in it's staying in um okay so maybe i watched two episodes of this back-to-back and got confused
0: to be fair i did too so you know to be fair
2: not much happens in episode eight
0: i got a stinker you did get a stinker and as Mm -hmm. i've told you many times episode nine is my favorite
2: yes yes oh so if I were to come up with something for episode nine or episode eight, like what? The one in which we stab our lovers, maybe?
0: I'm going to go with the one in which we try to fly a plane.
2: Oh, there we go. There we Without
0: go. Any any um, skill or uh, mechanical inspection. There we go. There yeah. we go. Yeah. yeah. I think that's okay. where we go. Okay.
2: My name's Amy Archer. I am the host of Lil Miss Recap. I have my beautiful co-host here, Amanda Lipnack-Radel. And Amanda, I have something to tell you. What do you have to tell me? This is our 100th episode. Is it really? Yes. That's exciting.
0: It is exciting. So we started in April, late wow. April. Wow. I was like, wow, 100 episodes in a year. That doesn't sound long. But that's because it hasn't been that long. It's been yeah. half a year.
2: Yes. 100 episodes in six months.
0: I love it. I love yes,
2: it. Yes. So, and we're having the um, time of our life. We're having the time of our lives, guys. We. I mean, if you only knew... The crack of dawn we're getting up to do these episodes. Weekends, crack of dawn. I mean, we are putting in the time. And we, we love are. it. We love it so much. No complaints. Nope. No, no. Nope, Except no we problem. both overslept this morning, but that's okay. No, we did. But that's okay. It's, it's Sunday. You know, we Sunday. should be allowed to sleep till 830. That's right. Yes. It's
0: a very rainy, cold Sunday here. Same. Yesterday was gorgeous. It was 80 degrees. Yes. And all that. And today it is rainy and gross and chilly. It's fall, which is fine. It's, it is it's all um, like it's Halloweeny, which is good because it's
2: Halloween week. Yes, it is Halloween week. Speaking mm-hmm. of, I went to a little dive bar last night. And okay yes, there was a, a band playing that they do all the 80s hairband music. Got it so that's why that person looked that way mm-hmm. And it was lovely. Well, good and that's mm-hmm. your jam. That's my jam. I mean, I loved it. And then somebody walked in. So they were also having a costume party, which Timmy and I were not partaking. Timmy and I are the kind of people, we only go to this bar. It's a bar his cousin owns. We only go between the hours of like five and six because nobody's in there yet. Okay. And they have delicious food. So we'll go, we'll eat. But we were there a little bit longer and it was getting like seven thirty, eight o'clock, eight thirty, nine o'clock, and all the young people were coming in. And mm. we were like, "Mom and Dad got to get out of here. Mom and Dad got to go home and <laughs> put, on a, put on a murder show." <laughs> so, right. a murder um, show. <laughs> so at one point, these two girls came in and they were dressed like Mario and Luigi. And of course, I Love immediately it. identified them. And I'm looking at Luigi and looking at Luigi. Here it was somebody I graduated high school with, and I recognized them oh, wow. in a costume. Wow, and now, that was this is someone impressive. you liked. Yes. Okay. Good. Yes i know there's only a handful i know because you didn't like the people you went to high school with which is why i was worried for you no and actually i didn't go to high school with her like i didn't graduate with her Mm. Um, i switched high schools halfway through so she was the public school she was from the public school got it i liked her got it and uh so i recognized her behind costume and everything wow
0: that was pretty impressive for me
2: impressive anytime that my brain works
0: i'm excited i am too I yeah. too. Yeah. Speaking of the 80s, um, in a timely thing, can can we have a moment to talk about Matthew Perry? Oh, devastating. devastating. I was, I'm devastated.
2: And I don't think that... So they said there were no drugs or anything at,
0: at sight. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's Seems 54. like a heart attack. 54. Seems like a heart attack. His yeah. Which given every... Through. His body's been to hell and back. Todd was reading last night. He had relapsed 60 or 70 times. And spent like $20 million on rehab. He
2: was in rehab 17 times. So heartbreaking. His colon perforated from his
0: opioid use. Oh, God. And his yeah, because doctor- you get so constipated and mm-hmm. so screwed up.
2: Oh, yep. God. They had to do like some crazy surgery on him. And he was like in a coma for two weeks. They didn't think he was going to live. Like he was a mess. Like mm-hmm. what a
0: poor... Poor man, like yeah. if you
2: don't think addiction can touch anyone, like there's an example.
0: Somebody he had who all had it all ever mm-hmm. that anyone could come up with, and I mean he was he he was on the probably one of the number one TV shows of all time. I mean, Friends has got to be in the top five TV shows oh, of all time. Absolutely,
2: absolutely. And they were making
0: a million bucks an episode.
2: Yeah, like in the nineties.
0: In the nineties, they were making yeah. twenty-two million dollars a season each. Yes, yes, for half an hour of television yeah
2: it was devastating he was a comedic genius too he He really was
0: he was such a great physical comedian and had such great comedic timing agree i would put i mean we know i'm a michael j fox nut job but michael j fox was before before he had parkinson's an amazing physical comedian that Mm -hmm. was like really his shtick i feel like um matthew perry is in that same class of like great just physical comedians but without being over the top yes Yes. He was just very subtle. Uh, it was just, it's just really, it's sad. And this is, we're now hitting this part of life where like, this is going to start
2: happening. Well, we're reaching the part of life where, you know, and I talk to my kids about this a lot when I'm giving them the anti-drinking, anti-drug stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. like you can only do so much to your body until it catches up with you. Yep. And you only get one body. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're getting to the age now where it's starting to catch up to people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like. I can't drink like I used to. I can't do stuff like like forget it. Yeah. And people I knew in high school and in college who were big drinkers, big drug users, are just their bodies are failing them now.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. It's really sad. sad. I mean
0: I didn't
2: know anyone personally on the level that Matthew Perry was at.
0: Well, sure. Yeah, I didn't know anybody either. At least to to, the best of my knowledge, thank God. Right.
2: Just on a smaller scale. Like Mm -hmm. if you were a heavy drinker most of your life, it's starting to catch up with you. Once you hit well, in your late forties, Amanda. You know, you still have a few years. <laughs>
0: yeah, you have
2: got some time. I
0: don't have that time, apparently. It's fine. It's fine. Some of us are old in our fifties. It's fine.
2: Um, Amanda, before we start recording, told me she had pretzel crumbs in her bra.
0: I do. I do. I'm a lady
2: of a certain age. She's got pretzel crumbs in her. And I have I had apple cake. Pieces in my bra this morning. Awesome. So, like, I think we should have clean out our bra corner. What's <laughs> in our bra?
0: Clean it Jesus. out. Jesus. The, yeah. the worst is like going to the movies. So, you're eating popcorn mm. in a dark space. The amount of crap that comes out of your bra afterwards is yeah. ridiculous. Men don't get this. Men don't no, understand. I the second snack me- that could live in here. <laughs> the second snack. It's like I'm- Pam's second drink, second snack. <laughs>
2: I help Timmy carry firewood in downstairs. Um, we carry it from his truck into the fire room and stack sure. it. And I'm always able to carry like 15 pieces because of my boobs. Act as right, a Right. You can stock stuff, <laughs> stock
0: stuff on them. Oh,
2: yeah. It's, it's they have a shelf.
0: <laughs> there is, you know, there's not a lot that's really great about having big boobs. But not a lot. There are a couple of things that mm-hmm, can be mm-hmm. really, really helpful. And and one of those things is second snack. Second snack is one of them. <laughs> indeed the other thing i feel like we need to mention briefly but i think we'll talk about primarily on hey Bunky, is okay. the split of ethan and olivia
2: yeah guys we are going if you're listening to this when it drops you know which i don't know if you're if you're doing in a timely manner um amanda and i will be t- doing a Bunky takeover this week so we'll be yes. filling mary payne hey will be
0: bravo conning it up mm-hmm. all over all over Las Vegas and she's let you have the keys to the kingdom.
2: She's given us the keys to the kingdom and we're just going to blow that shit out. No, we're not. We're going to take very good care of Hay Bucky. Yes, we will. And, yes, we will. um, we are going to talk extensively about it, but you know, I, I, I was kind of going back and forth in the comments a little bit and Jess, um, our, our very good friend, Jess had said, um, you know, this is for the best, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I do agree with that. It is. And even though I believed in their love, I think I believed in their love so hard in opposition to Barry and Kim. Yeah. It was like, I just
0: wanted them
2: to succeed.
0: And you wanted I them wanted- to make it to fuck with Barry and yes. Kim. Yeah. Not, not, I, not I, fuck I, with them, but in spite of them.
2: Right. And I don't want to say that's solely the reason. Like, I truly do think that they love one another, but
0: it, they're too young. They're, they're just you too know. young. Yeah. And they grew up yeah. in a cult. I think they did love each other. I'm not sure based on those um, release statements, if there lo- is still love there. And I kind of wish that they had split up while there was still love. Yeah. Well, it's hard to split up when there's still love. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've done it. It's hard to split yeah, up when there's still love.
2: It's hard. Um. Okay. So let's jump let's- into Yellow Jackets as I clean the schmutz from my face. Okay. Kay. So we are talking today about Yellow Jacket season 1 episode 8 Flight of the
0: Bumblebee. I know I feel like should, I was say I feel like we should start playing the music.
2: Okay, pause for music. Okay. Okay. All right. Um so I'm taking the notes here. And as you heard, I've already completed this episode with episode nine. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and the reason for that is episode eight is kind of boring. It it's, sets up a lot for episode nine, but it's not much happens.
0: Yeah. You know? I, I mean, we had, I forget which episode it was in season two, but we had one of these where we were like, this is just one that's moving us into the story. Yeah. Because we just had to move through the story. The only real big thing that happens in this is, is the plane.
2: I'm going to break out a big word. Are you ready? I am. Sometimes you need the expository
0: episode. Shit, man. You are a, you are an English <laughs> professor. This is true. No, I'm not because I say most big words wrong. Okay. Okay. It's <laughs> okay. But at least you knew the term expository. I mean, I do too, I but it wouldn't have come to my head. I did. Yes. Okay.
2: I had a dream that I was writing my book, which I am working on my book. I'm almost mm-hmm. done and i was going through the notes and i couldn't understand them so those oh, are the kind of nightmares i have that's where you are right now yes, got it yes. and then timmy and i were on vacation to figure out how to order coffee so
0: i had a dream last night that um i was attending the wedding of somebody and my best friend john was there and someone kept stealing my shoes hmm. and no one underst- no one like at the facility understood why this was a problem
2: okay yeah okay all right we're all right. normal we're we're yeah, perfectly sure. healthy <laughs> sure <laughs> Okay. So we're going to start in the wilderness. So Ty and her expedition. Am I using that right?
0: Yes, you are correct. That is expedition is correct. Okay. Thank you. Uh,
2: They are believing Van to be dead. So they burn her only Mm. to have her wake up. Um, And I wrote a note here that this was shocking because this was shocking when it first happened.
0: I really thought Van was dead. I really did. Because we had never met adult Van at that point. So Mm -hmm. she could very easily, we had no proof at that point that adult Van came out of the the wilderness, and just that moment where they realize she's alive,
2: it was shocking when it happened. Even this time, watching it, I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, oh, yeah,
0: I forgot this happened." Yes, yes. She was on the was... funeral pyre,
2: like yeah, and no one did a pulse check. No one did a pulse check,
0: and maybe they did, but they were. It's the middle. It's the middle of the night. It's the middle of the woods. They are all hopped up on adrenaline from what just happened. True, and I think Van was probably in such shock that her pulse was probably incredibly shallow and slow. True, true. So, I mean, I could put my fingers here and think I should be feeling for my pulse. I mean, people can't see this, but like my fingers Mm -hmm. are just like an inch or too far back to feel Mm -hmm. your pulse Mm because it's right here. But I can see- They
2: might not really know how.
0: They might not know how, or they might've thought they are in the right spot, but they weren't. There's a million reasons why I feel like they could have tried to see if she's alive and believe she was not.
2: Okay, all right. So now we have a quick flashback. Laura Lee is at the Mary Magdalene summer camp.
0: <laughs>
2: I didn't... why I was
0: remembering this. I did not take Laura Lee to be Catholic. Oh, I did. Okay. I did. I took her to be very religious. I didn't take her necessarily to be Catholic. No, I took I, her to be Catholic. Absolutely. But I think it's interesting that a, a religious summer camp is called the Mary Magdalene. Me
2: too. Me I too. I mean, of all the
0: characters. Like, shouldn't it be John the Baptist summer camp? Well, or- I thought that
2: was... Like that's obviously intentional and why, you know what yeah. I mean? It's interesting. All right. So she dives in and she hits her head off the bottom of the pool. And for, okay, I want to say something.
0: Yes, please. This the, brought up, the chair recognizes Amy.
2: This brought up the Greg Louganis trauma that
0: we all oh, have. Yes. Oh, yes. Do you God. remember this? I do, sure do. Guys, if, sure you were, do. if
2: you don't remember, Greg Louganis was an Olympic swimmer. Who hit his? One of head, the most
0: beautiful men on the planet. God, he's gorgeous. Hit
2: his head in in the pool. Uh-huh. Now correct me if I'm wrong, because this is this might be one of those cases where we all have a collective wrong memory. Could be. He had AIDS at the time, or they
0: thought he had AIDS. He was HIV positive. Okay. He had kept it a secret. Okay. And that's what it was. So and
2: there was absolute panic at the time, yeah. or did people, in retrospect,
0: panic? I think people in retrospect panicked because I think he d- still didn't tell anybody even after the injury. Mm-hmm. I I, re- I want to say you remember how fucked up it, the AIDS crisis was. Like
2: we oh treated people not when I say we, I mean I was a kid. I did it. Yeah, I, I didn't know but anybody. Remember the positive. we treated yeah. people like shit. I mean, we were taught. I can very distinctly remember being taught mm-hmm. that you could being taught by my peers, like not yeah. a, an adult. Yeah. Oh, you could get AIDS off a
0: toilet seat. Yep. You could, you could get, get AIDS from, from kissing
2: somebody. Yes. It was like so mm-hmm. bizarre, and we treated the the LGBTQ plus IA community at the time, which were mostly mm. gay men who had this. Yeah. Yep. Like shit, like
0: lepers. It was it's, awful, awful. It, it's awful because I I think about I actually think about the AIDS crisis with some level of frequency. Oh my god, it's, I do too. Is this our Roman Empire? Our- this <laughs> just might be our Roman empire. I actually think about it at some level of, of frequency because I think about, I mean, obviously, first of all, now, I mean, if folks aren't aware, you can be HIV positive and live a perfectly normal yep, life. Yep. You can thank have zero to, viral
2: load. Thank you to medicines.
0: Thanks, pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we dodge the pharma companies out the yin-yang sometimes for very good reasons, but sometimes mm-hmm. they come up with things that yep. allow this, but- I forget what it was something maybe it was in the last year or so Todd showed me a photo of the, the guy dying in the bed no of the oh. gay men of San Francisco gay men's chorus
2: yes in I the saw 80s this. I
0: saw and then something. they how blanked out everyone dead? who died yes it was like three quarters of yes. them who yes. died and you think about Kenny on 90 day he talks yes. about how most of his friends in the 80s died
2: well, there's a famous photo of a young man who had AIDS and he was dying from it. So mm-hmm. there is a difference between being HIV positive and having AIDS. And having AIDS, and AIDS This yeah. gentleman had AIDS. And I'm not sure if Greg Louganis had AIDS, but he was HIV No, AIDS I think AIDS he was positive. just HIV positive, okay. yeah. So I misspoke and I'm sorry for that. But um, this gentleman had AIDS and he was dying and his his family were, were around him and they allowed the photographer to take the picture. Mm. And it's like one of the most impactful photos. I'm obsessed with photos, and photos that, like, I, like I love a good coffee book, coffee table mm. book that's like yeah. top 100 most influential photos.
0: I love those too. Yeah.
2: And this is one of them because it gave people, like, for the first time, people could see what the virus looked like.
0: Mm-hmm. And Do they- you know what I mean? And it yeah. was,
2: it was de- like the the man is very gaunt. I'm varies, sure, and he's like in his
0: 20s and if i remember I-, I vaguely remember the photo he has like a bunch of lesions on his yes, face yes yes capoli yes. sarcoma i think it's called and,
2: and, and we didn't as a country start to move towards treating hiv and aids with any kind of respect and and you know um i guess i don't know the word i'm searching for here but
0: dignity thank you until oh, ryan white had it yes until a non-gay person a non-gay had it because then it could happen it. to anybody yeah and yeah yeah, yeah I, I mean do. this is why until recently gay men couldn't donate blood yes or yes. gay gay or gay men or women couldn't donate blood which is such bullshit because you know what such you do blood. Or such they, test, they test everybody for hiv anyway mm-hmm. 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 as well they should they should screen all blood for hiv because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter anybody <laughs> could have it It's just, it's ridiculous. I feel like
2: we should, um, you know, have put a trigger warning before this. Apparently. Hey, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, how about we go back to the show? (laughs) But it reminded me of that because- Yeah. And sometimes- I'm like rubbing my
0: head because of it, yeah.
2: The thing with the AIDS crisis is sometimes you look at these things that you were culturally a part of as a child Mm -hmm. and you look at it now and you're like, I was brainwashed or like I was given the
0: wrong information. Mm
2: And it really causes you to like question things.
0: It does. And yeah. but at the same time, we were given the information that we had. Mm, and yeah. like the information was incorrect. I mean, it's similar to the fact that we thought we needed to wipe down our our mail with alcohol wipes when it Correct. came in the house at the beginning mm-hmm. of COVID. Like People didn't know. And I'm not excusing. I mean, the fact that Ronald Reagan didn't say HIV for like three years is such bullshit.
2: Yeah. And Nancy um, Reagan was so brave and touched Ryan White. So brave. Yes. So
0: brave. So brave. Mm-hmm. So brave.
2: Mm-hmm. You know who was yeah. brave? Princess Di.
0: Oh, yeah. Who was who like in there. actually out
2: with people who had it. Yeah. And
0: held held children who were yes. HIV positive yes. and all that. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, we're going to be doing the crown suit. Yes, Can't we have a wait. plug for that. Okay. Uh, um, but no, I, as someone who swam and was a diver... I can't. I, I actually have to close my eyes during that because I can't watch her hit her head like that. Because that was my biggest fear as a kid.
2: It's everybody's biggest fear. Yeah. It's like we all thought quicksand would get us eventually. And we hit her head X on X the term, bottom of a pool. We thought we would hit our head on the bottom of a pool.
0: Okay. And if you swam too soon after you ate, you were going to drown.
2: You would sink right to the bottom. Yeah. So she gets pulled out of the pool and someone is giving her CPR. Mm-hmm. And it's some Jesus, bro, you know, and yeah. he's got the crossing. Camp counselor. And she opens her eyes and behind him are the, the rays of the sun and he looks holy and she's like, you saved my life. And he's like, I didn't, he did. And he points up to the sky, like motioning for Jesus. Okay. Right.
0: So, so we're getting a
2: little bit of like Laura Lee believes in miracles.
0: Yeah. And you can see why Laura Lee's faith. She doubled down on her faith after this, because she really did believe she was saved because of God. So like she's even further in.
2: Yes, a hundred. She was a kid when
0: this happened. Like,
2: yeah. Yep. So in current day, we see her, not in current day, but in the wilderness, we see her praying for a sign. So they are walking now. We see the expedition again, and they are walking Mm -hmm. Van back to camp. She's begging to be left to die. Like, leave Mm me, leave me, leave me. She finally tells Ty, let the others go ahead. Like, let Mm -hmm. them go ahead because they believe they're in danger. I mean, not only are they totally freaked out because they just saw their friend get their face eaten by a wolf. I know
0: there's wolves out there.
2: But there's wolves out there. They have nothing to defend themselves. And she is actively, like, bleeding and covered yeah. in blood, which is only going to draw a wolf to you.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: This and is horrible. Mm-hmm. And,
0: so, and, and Ty is just dragging
2: her. Dragging her. So Ty with- tells them, go ahead, go get help. Like, we'll, we'll catch up. Mm, yeah. All right, now we get to Travis and Nat, and she asks him to go hunting. There is this little thing, I don't know if you picked up on it, where he's playing with the deck of cards, and she goes, there's no queens in that deck. I did. Mm -hmm. I did. Mm -hmm. So she asks him to go hunting,
0: and he's all sulking, and he's like, Mm -hmm. no,
2: you go hunting. I don't know what
0: his problem is, but. His problem is is that he's falling in love with her, and he's freaked out by it, and he can't seem to bone her, because he gets in his head too much every time, and.
2: Stupid teenage boys are just he's a gonna conflicted be stupid 16, 17
0: year old boy. Like, yep.
2: she runs into Coach Ben and he's chilling by the river. And I have to say, these two episodes, Coach Ben is
0: pretty tolerable. He is, he's actually really great. And I forgot yeah. how much I liked the relationship he had with Nat.
2: I kind of thought he was cute in this one.
0: He's not a bad looking guy.
2: With the curly hair, the yeah. hair, Yeah. He's
0: not a okay. bad looking guy. Okay. But I like that he, I, I, I think we said in some episode, maybe it was in season two, we're like pretty sure that Nat is the only one of these bitches he likes.
2: Yes, yes. That he can tolerate. Yes,
0: 100%. (laughs) You know he hates Jackie. Hands down, he hates Jackie. Jackie. Yes. Yep.
2: So she runs into him by the river. They're briefly talking and she's like, aren't you gay? Mm -hmm. And he looks, again, a tie in with the gay community. Here we go. Yeah. And I have a note here. Like this is so Gen X. You're not sexually because she goes. The reason I think that you're gay is because you don't look at our boobs. Yep. No, so you're not sexually assaulting
0: us, so you must be gay. Right. Exactly. Yes. You're not violating a bunch of teenage girls as an mm-hmm. adult. Hmm. So that must mean that must mean you like the boys. It's and,
2: and but we that's don't such need- that
0: would have been such the thinking of the time.
2: We don't need to. Uh, extrapolate that further, every Gen X woman listening just went, uh-huh, yep. Yep, yep, mm-hmm, yep mm-hmm. that tracks. And again, guys, at this time, you could not be an out, out gay man. I mean, it was 1996. It was a tiny bit better than it was in the 80s, but it wasn't good.
0: And if you were an out gay, if you could be an out gay man, you were like in the creative arts. You yes. were something like that. You you couldn't be a teacher and be an out gay you man.
2: Do. I know. No way. I shouldn't say this, but I'll just be very vague. I know some people who still can't be out
0: in certain professions and it's very upsetting. It's It's awful. Mm -hmm. I don't know why someone's sexuality has any impact on their job. Me either. Period. Period. Mm -hmm. Who
2: cares? So he denies it at first, but then he admits, yes, I had a boyfriend named Paul who's a writer and Paul wanted me to move to New York City with him. And I'm immediately like, how is a writer affording to live in New York City? But that's just me. That's just me.
0: <laughs> Maybe he works for like a newspaper and he's an editor or something.
2: Again, how is a writer affording
0: to live in New York City? <laughs> yeah, because when we flash back, he's got a nice apartment.
2: Yeah. And even yeah. newspaper writers did not make, like, unless yeah. you were like gay to lease and you were writing for Esquire, you were not making a lot of money. Yeah. I don't but know. you know what? He could have been in a rent control department. Yep. Okay. So we'll maybe his family
0: owned it. Who knew? Mm-hmm. But yeah, it it's funny. You're like, that does
2: okay. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. So she asks if he thinks Travis is gay, and she tells him about the um <clears throat> issue. Mm-hmm. And Ben says, Well, that's not unheard of. Like he probably just got nervous. And I really think he's into you, Nat. And then he asks Nat not to tell anyone about being him being mm-hmm. gay. And she says, Of course I won't, you know. Yeah. So now Jackie is chilling by the lake and Travis comes over to check the fishing traps. I hate her so much. I hate Jackie. (laughs) Jackie trashes Nat Uh to Travis and reveals that she has slept with someone named Bobby. And now we know Bobby is the one who called him Flex. Right. Yes. And um, right before they came out here. So Mm -hmm. Travis is really angry. This
0: is still fresh.
2: Yeah. Travis heads back And Nat asks him to talk. And Travis immediately confronts her and admits that he lied because she didn't want to. She didn't want. She admits she lied because she didn't want to turn him off. And Mm -hmm. I wrote Bobby Farley is the kid who teased him, called him Flex. And she says she made a mistake. And she says, but so did you. Mm -hmm. And now we have Misty and Mari running back to camp, making it back finally. And the others go out looking for Van and Ty. They find them. They get them back to camp. And this is so painful to watch. Mm-hmm. Akilah is stitching up Van and Van is screaming, screaming the entire time. And I'm thinking, where's that alcohol that Natalie right. found under the porch and we see it next episode? Where yeah. is it now? We could use that right now. Yes, that
0: would be helpful right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, For two reasons. One, to sterilize the area. And two, give Van a couple hits of that before we start doing this. Yes. I'm surprised that she didn't pass out from the pain. I am too. Yeah. I am too. I can't imagine how much that must have hurt. Oh, God. It's so awful to watch.
2: So, Laura Lee is looking on and she's, you know, mumbling her prayers. Mm -hmm. Later, we see Ty crying and she confides to Shauna that she let the fire die down Mm -hmm. and she was sleepwalking and she's the reason that Van was attacked shauna tells her she will stay awake and hold her so she doesn't go anywhere and we see that paralleled in current day
0: when Mm -hmm. shauna and ty are together it's so great to watch in particularly in this episode when ty does show up at shauna's house and we'll get to it but like to understand everything that and we only know so much of what they've gone through in the wilderness together at this point
2: Right. Mm -hmm.
0: their bond is even though they haven't seen each other in years their bond is tight
2: their bond is tight yeah So we're going to go to current day because I'm going to save the last scene for the last scene. Okay.
0: Save the last scene for the last scene. Got it. I'm
2: going to do the last scene at the last scene. Okay, cool. That works. Hey, everyone. Stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
2: Okay, so we're going to start with Shawna. Mm-hmm. She comes downstairs. She's freshly showered. She's ready to start her day. She's smiling. And like every mom of a teenager, that smile gets wiped right off her face <laughs> as, as your teenage daughter says something bitchy to you.
0: Callie is such a fucking monster here. But at the same time, I kind of get why she's so angry.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Callie is there with her bitch face on and she shows... <laughs> Shauna, Adam Martin's driver's license. Uh, dun, She's dun, like, dun. I fucking found this before dad did. You're lucky. You, when did you decide to have him in our house now? What the hell? Blah, blah, blah. Shauna just starts to like cry softly. And I didn't know if it was fake or not. I don't know. And then she says, know. I'm sorry, honey, but your dad is not a victim. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, well,
0: the thing I found interesting here in in retrospect even is how impacted Callie felt by this like how violated she felt you let him into our house yeah yeah I didn't I didn't allow you to do this dad didn't allow you to do this right you violated the sanctity of our home I don't think I don't think a teenager could ever say it that way but that's that's how she felt yeah her mom violated the safety of their home I agree
2: I agree yeah so she's like, Your dad's not a victim. Like, really? He's been working on the data inventory base for
0: <laughs> the two data years. inventory base, inventory database,
2: inventory data. I haven't written data inventory base.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. I mean, I'm in software, so I'm here to help. Oh, gotcha. Okay, inventory database.
2: She is, she's like, He's working on the inventory database. Like, this is like the I'm going right. to book club kind of situation. Right. Okay. So Callie's like, you don't know him. You don't know this guy. And I did a Google search and I can't find anything to do with him.
0: Mm -hmm. And then she
2: says, everything is on the internet, mom, except your boyfriend. Yeah. And she manages to put just that little bit of doubt in Shauna's head. Had -hmm. this conversation not happened, I don't know if she would have ended up what she does to him in episode nine.
0: Mm -mm. I don't think so.
2: Okay. So, Later, she calls Pratt, pretending to be an MFA program to check Adam's transcripts. This would never happen.
0: No, and they would never no talk rec- to her. No,
2: there's no record of him at all. It's called FERPA. You cannot give out a student's information. They would mm-hmm. need a written request mm-hmm. from Pratt, Even then. Th- or from the MFA program, this would yeah. not happen.
0: Even then.
2: So now Jeff Bebop's home with a gift from Sax. Hey, girl, I got a, got a gift from Sax. Right. And it's a yellow sweater. And she says, no, "It's this- a
0: dress. It's a whole oh, it's, dress. Oh, It's
2: a sweater dress.
0: Yeah, for okay. her to wear to home yeah. uh, reunion."
2: She says, "If this was an anniversary gift, you're three months and my whole personality off." And I love was-
0: that line. I love that line. My whole personality off. It's there- great. We we barely know Shauna, and I. You see that dress, and you're like, "There's no world in which she's wearing that dress. No, no, no. way, no how.
2: Jackie'd wear it, but no, no, yeah." So he reminds her the reunion is tomorrow and she married into homecoming royalty. So she may want to look the part again. I go back to Napoleon Dynamite, one of the greatest pieces of film ever made. Um, This is Uncle Rico living his high school experience through and through on and on and on forever and ever. Amen.
0: Jeff peaked in high school. That was Mm -hmm, it.
2: mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: It's As good as it got for him.
2: Uh, you had no reaction to Napoleon Dynamite being the greatest piece of art ever committed to film?
0: I didn't really care for the movie.
2: It's okay. Moving forward. Um, <laughs> okay, will you give me the Titanic was the second?
0: I will give it to you that it was an amazing piece of filmmaking. <laughs> I Okay, to be fair, I saw it in the theater three times three times. I okay, gave like a l- shot, yeah, like my life. yeah. I saw it probably three times as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the time it was everything. It's everything. Now adult me is like, "Wow, that was ridiculous."
2: <laughs> I love it so much. And guys, I'm saying this with some jest. I yeah. obviously know Napoleon Dynamite is not the greatest. I will <laughs> say though, while we're talking about great movies. Yes. Shawshank Redemption.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. One of the most beautiful movies ever made.
2: Do you get Shawshanked like when it's on do you have to sit down and oh, watch it? You can't not watch
0: it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about cuz we're watching a new show Silo and Tim Robbins oh, is in it. So I love Tim okay. Robbins. I
0: love him. Have you ever seen a movie called Bob Roberts? No. I'm giving you this as an assignment. You need to see the movie Bob Roberts. Okay. So Bob Roberts is a satirical documentary. It's a faux documentary. I like
2: it already. Okay.
0: Bob Roberts is a neoconservative, crazy guy running for Senate in Pennsylvania hmm. against the Democrat who is Gore Vidal. Oh, boy. It's nuts. Um, I always confuse these people. Not Gary Oldman, the other one, um, who's dead, who played Snape.
2: Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name, but I
0: know who you're talking about. He's in it. Professor and Snape. He's kind Just of call him fix- Professor Snape. Snape. He's his fixer. It's great. At the very end, I'm not giving anything away, but he, Alan, Alan, uh, Rick, Alan Rickman. Okay, and it's so great though. But Bob Roberts is a folk singer. He's super conservative. I think I remember when this was out. It's not super old, right? Oh no, it was like when I was in college. It's like oh, the so early it's like 90s. 20
2: years old. Oh, okay. 30? 30 years old. Oh wait, you're in your 50s, so I had
0: to calculate. that. All right, back. you have to go back a little <laughs> further. I'm a little older.
2: Oh, for I love, love you who don't know what we're talking about. In our coverage of 90 Day Last Resort, I think it was, yeah. I just slammed Amanda with an age <laughs>
0: joke <laughs> for no reason. She's only four years older than me. <laughs> but I'm a whole other decade, so mm-hmm, it makes all the difference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but the best part is um, he's super anti-drug. And at the very end, some little girl writes him a letter. And he ends the letter with, you know, it's this whole thing, you know, thanks for writing me, blah, blah, blah. And he goes... Do good in school and don't do crack. It's a ghetto drug.
2: Oh, signed Bob
0: Roberts. Like that's just the end of it. Do good in school and don't do crack. It's a ghetto drug, which is a horrible thing to say. Like, yes, yes. Days parlance said it's absolutely awful. But my college roommate and I all the time we as we were leaving our like to go to class, be like, do good in school, don't do crack. It's a ghetto drug. (laughs) (laughs) Off into the world. Such a good movie.
2: Do you remember when Whitney Houston gave her interview and said crack was whack? Yes. I don't do crack. Crack is whack crack I as do
0: cocaine.
2: Well. That's okay. better. <laughs> okay. Good lord. So now they're eating dinner and Ty pops in unannounced. Bang, mm-hmm. bang, bang, knocks on the door.
0: And this is the most awkward dinner of all time.
2: Oh, it's super awkward.
0: Because everyone hates each other
2: at this table <laughs> at this point. So Shauna and Ty go for a walk, and Ty tells her about the sleepwalking, and she's like, Biscuit's missing, which we know what's coming up there.
0: Yeah, we know where Biscuit is. So Biscuit's good.
2: missing. Simone and I are in a bad place. Like Sammy has seen me sleepwalking. I'm fucking up this kid. I'm thinking this kid's already fucked up. This kid needs
0: to be returned already, Ty. Mm-hmm, Don't, mm-hmm. This cannot be fixed. No. And Shauna
2: invites Ty to stay in Callie's room for the night and says, I'll stay with you. Mm-hmm. Now they're making up Callie's bed, and she has the uh, Stay Calm and Mary Harry
0: mm-hmm.
2: poster above her yep. bed. Now, let me ask you a question. Are we referring to Prince Harry, or are we referring to Prince Harry Styles?
0: Oh, Prince Harry. This was, I okay. mean, Harry Styles didn't really hit it until, and I have to admit, I don't really understand who Harry Styles is. I mean, I know who he is, sort of. I don't know a thing about him. I love him. Okay. No, I, I think this is Prince Harry, because it's British.
2: Mm -hmm. Is Harry Styles British? I don't know.
0: (laughs) We have the whole internet right here. This is
2: two old ladies
0: talking about pop culture. He is British. He is English. Yes. Yeah. Um, I I think this is talking, though, about Prince Harry. Okay. That's my take on it.
2: Okay. Uh, See, see, uh, our age, our generation, we would be like, it's Prince Harry. Of course. But I think it might be Harry Styles. Okay. Whatever. It's a Harry. Okay. Anyway, they're both hot. Whatever. I'd marry either one. Okay. So uh they're making up the bed and they talk about what their lives would have been had this not happened.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: Shauna says she was gonna go to Brown, she was gonna fall in love with the floppy eared poet. She tells Was this horse, you? As this I was, was rewatching this. Was this. By, yes, a hundred percent. like, this is Amy's
0: dream. This is Amy's dream.
2: They were going to go to France. They were going to have a writer rivalry. Mm -hmm. And then she was going to go to France and she was going to meet Francois, who was a mime, which I would not have done that part. I love the fact she's like, he's a mime. But absolutely. I would have married a poet and we would have had a poet rivalry. I love it.
0: It's a serious art form in France, Ty. (laughs) Mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm. (laughs) Ty says- She was going to go to Howard, graduate first in her class, go to Columbia Law, work for one of the biggest firms in the city. And Shauna's like, you did all that. Mm-hmm. And Ty says, but none of that felt real. Yeah. So later, Shauna tells Ty about Adam Martin. She's like, I'm having an affair. She just I love it. it and
0: Ty's like, oh, tell me.
2: Ty is like, all of us. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, if like, for some reason, you and I are having some sort of camp out and you're like, I need to tell you something. I'm having an affair. I'd be like, "Ooh,
2: yes. Tell it me would be lean in.
0: Well, you didn't. Oh, want to know more about this? <laughs>
2: so she says, you know, the sex is good, but it's more than that. He makes me feel it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And Ty says, I remember that. And Shauna asks if Simone makes her feel it, and Ty says, No, I didn't remember this. I did. And yeah. she says, What we have is stable and safe, and it's it's good for me. Okay. So
0: I, I will tell you though. So there's there's this thing called new relationship energy. And that's how you feel right at the beginning, NRE. There's also a thing called established relationship energy. Yes. And that's really what Ty's talking about. They have established relationship energy. There's a safety, there's a calm, there's a knowing of familiarity. Like it's just very comfortable. It's not yeah. the like, oh my God, I can't wait to see you and rip your clothes off. And I I, I can I have right. to kiss you all the time. Right. But it's they you know what they can do? They can find solace in each other. Oh, they can find solace in each other. I mean, if only Cody and Robin could do that. But thank God, Ty and Simone can find solace in each other.
2: Cody can find solace in Robin, in his back seat in the camper. <laughs> they kick uh, dating out, and they go in the RV <laughs> in on top of the Victoria's Secret boxes in the basement, yes. wherever, wherever,
0: wherever. They're are finding solace all over the damn house.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the next day, I think. Shauna heads over to Adam's apartment with coffees. She bebops over to Adam's apartment with coffees. <laughs> I don't know when and I started perfect artists.
0: His perfect artist loft apartment.
2: Yeah, which how's he affording this?
0: Oh, I think it's. I think it's probably in a dumpy area of town. Maybe. I think. I think it's one of those like almost squatters warehouses. Okay. I mean, it's a studio. It There's, Dude, there's no-
2: Do no, I even need to it. say what I'm about to say? I would be all over this guy. <laughs> oh, of course you would. <laughs> okay. He's dirty and he's an artist. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Check, check. So she confronts him about Pratt and he could tell. She knows. And he's mm-hmm. like, okay, I didn't go to Pratt, but I had a girlfriend who went there and I spent so much time there. I felt like I went there. Mm. Very um, Goodwill hunting-ish. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that's another great movie. Oh, uh, it's one of my all-time so, favorites. He says he wanted to impress her, and then she starts grilling him, and he has an answer for everything. Mm-hmm. He's an older brother in Ann Arbor. He's a proctologist. He has a book, book called, called Anus. Anus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he then says to her, "Why don't we go away for the po- what, a week for the weekend to the Poconos, mm-hmm. and she can ask him anything she wants, and he'll be an open book." Just go home, pack. And she's like, okay, maybe I will. So we see her now and she's heading home. She finds Glitter in the closet. Yeah. Now, if you remember, the blackmailer was attacked by Glitter. And they were like, (laughs) if we find someone covered in Glitter, we know who did it. She had Adam in that closet. Yep, so she thinks it's him.
0: Glitter, man, it fucks
2: everybody. Glitter is going to fuck everybody. Glitter. So because of the the circumstances she puts everything together and she's like mm-hmm. oh my god so she bangs on and opens door, the, opens the safe opens the safe and the journals and- are gone the journals are gone which where are the journals we'll talk about it mm-hmm. uh she bangs on the door and when he opens it she's like who the fuck are you and that's where we end her story mm-hmm. and then we also see ty coming home and telling simone everything Mm -hmm. about the sleepwalking everything and she says um i think i'm the one who let biscuit out and simone is like okay we'll fix this we'll get you help or help we'll do a sleep study we'll do you know blah 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 Mm -hmm. and ty says i need you to take sammy and go to your mother's i'm afraid i'm gonna hurt you you have to go blah 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 please
0: and she's just begging i
2: have a question for you though yeah so we know that ty sleepwalks Mm -hmm. okay we know that she goes into werewolf mode and
0: eats dirt (laughs) Right, correct, <laughs> correct. Um, <laughs> By the way, I don't know if you've listened to Matt and Jake's coverage of the Golden Bachelor. They think Faith is also a werewolf. Uh,
2: I see that. I see <laughs> that. I watched the episode last night, and I, I get it. Yeah. Um. But here's my question: She's never hurt anybody. So why does she think she'll hurt them? That we know of. That we know
0: of. That we know of. Right. I guess. Yeah, I mean, we don't know of her hurting anybody at this point, even with everything we know through the end of season two. Right. We don't know if her hurting anybody, but... Like,
2: I could see once we discover where Biscuit has gone, making that statement, but we don't know that.
0: No, and maybe she know. knows... I mean, she obviously knows things we don't know.
2: Yeah, okay. So... Uh, Now we're going to go to Natalie real quick. And she's getting ready as Mazzy stars fade into me. Fade into you mm-hmm. is playing fade into me. Um, We see her drinking and texting some rando, presumably for drugs.
0: Mm-hmm. Misty's going off the rails.
2: Misty sees this over the live feed. She runs over there. She busts in and she does all the coke herself <laughs> so that Nat can't do any. And Misty quibbly... Coked up is the greatest thing I've ever seen.
0: She's hilarious. She's like taking her her pulse, like oh, 15 and She's trying to. Get it.
2: <laughs> so yeah, it's so great. Natalie also realizes she's been spying on her, and mm-hmm. she takes her little owl or whatever that thing was and smashes it. Was it an owl? I forget. It was
0: an owl. It was a aromatherapy owl.
2: Okay, so. Now we see Nat trying to call the bank and figure out who took Travis's money. She starts trashing her room. She's screaming. She's going off the deep end. I mean, mm-hmm. she is in a real bad place. She is. And so sad. She's able to cobble together what I call carpet cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> so a little bit of carpet cocaine. Carpet coke. Cocaine. Mm-hmm. Carpet coke. Um, last night when I was at this bar, wait, hear what happened to me. I take my little lip balm out because I don't wear lipstick. Lip okay. balm. And I'm applying it. And as I go to put the cap back on, it slips. And it's my favorite lip balm ever, right? Oh. And I'm like, if I'm I'm funneling it and it's hitting, it's bouncing off the shelf of my boobs. It's bouncing <laughs> off my stomach. I'm trying to grab it in the air because all I could think of, it was like almost slow motion, like no. Right. So I was like, if this thing
0: hits this bar floor. It's never coming back.
2: It's never come, coming near my lips again.
0: No. No. Oh, oh did you so get did you had, save it? I saved it,
2: so I almost okay. had dirty bar carpet
0: Blech. gross lipstick, Lip bomb, which gross. never would
2: happen, okay, no, so Misty gets back, and Jessica Roberts is still tied up in the basement,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, and she's a hold of Caligula. She's like, "I'm yeah. gonna murder this fucking bird. He gets How did Caligula get to her? I don't know, yeah, I don't know. Does she just leave Caligula loose in the house, just flying maybe. around?
0: Maybe. I mean, she's nuts, so maybe.
2: Well, she threatens to to kill him and Misty all hopped up on the coke now, right. just starts whipping shit at Jessica <laughs> Roberts, and Caligula flies. Like at some point Jessica has to let her hand open and Caligula right. flies.
0: But before that, she says to, to Jessica Go or to Caligula, to just kill him, I'll get another one, it's fine. And then mm-hmm. the bird flies off. She's like, baby, I'm sorry, I didn't even. <laughs> We so it. <laughs>
2: Misty is crying and Jessica, we can see it in this moment that she realizes she has to shift tactics
0: mm-hmm.
2: and she has to befriend Misty. Yep. We see that, that click there. Yep. So then we see Natalie go into an NA meeting. She runs into the president of some bank who was her sponsor 10 years ago. They go to a coffee shop and Nat tells her about Travis and blackmails her into helping her figure out this bank information and apparently she does they had a
0: bit of a crime ring going
2: yep. she does it by saying that they used to sell her customer information to identity thieves yep and the woman says i wish i never fucking met you
0: mm-hmm. i bet she does natalie
2: mm-hmm. now we have the end scene laura lee wakes up the next morning tells the gang i'm gonna fly this plane this is mm-hmm. happening i've been studying the manual for weeks the gas tank is full i can do this her grandfather
0: and she, flew and she'd been in his plane a lot. So she's seen people do it up close and personal. He's even let her steer. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, she, if anybody could, that sounds like enough info for me to go, you got the best shot of this.
2: Yeah. 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 I agree. She says, we can't deny that Van needs serious medical attention. And Jackie outs Shauna. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, Shauna does too. Shauna, tell everyone. Tell Now, don't forget at this point, Jackie knows.
0: Yep. Jackie knows it was Jeff.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. And so she's she's using this to her advantage. She's playing this hard.
2: Mm -hmm. Coach Ben is like, you cannot do this. It's not safe. And Laura Lee says, there's nothing close to safe anymore. Winter's almost here. We're going to starve to death. She's right. She is. And Coach Ben says, I'm the only adult. And my answer is no. And she goes, what are you going to do to stop me, coach?
0: Mm -hmm. He
2: can't even chase her. Maybe that's the moment where he stopped giving adult
0: vibes when he realized like you're right the fact that i'm the grown-up here doesn't mean shit right yeah
2: so they all gather to see laura lee fly away she kisses leonard her teddy bear puts him in the passenger seat she gets ready for takeoff she gets it off the ground she's like it's happening it's happening
0: they're all losing their
2: shit yep she's flying she's over the lake and all of a sudden leonard
0: bursts into flames this came
2: from leonard
0: yeah. Right. Well, it can't. It, no, it's this. It's the seat. It, there's flames coming from under the seat.
2: Yeah, it's just yeah. weird.
0: It is, but you see Leonard burning first. Yeah, which is so heartbreaking. And, and the, she's like, "Well, this we're fucked."
2: The plane fills with smoke. I still think she could have tried to get it down. Maybe, but she would have just landed in the lake. Yeah, she has a chance at least.
0: Yeah. The plane explodes. Everybody's watching.
2: And this everybody further just-
0: proves, though. That they have to have been really far away from anything because then no one, first of all, no one saw the plane crash. Right. And now no one's seen an exploding plane. Right. Yes. I mean, if you and I were sitting somewhere and we see this plane explode, we're calling somebody.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Mm hmm.
2: Yeah. It's, and, you know, it could have been a situation like think about the Challenger explosion. Mm-hmm. They, when they did the special, the documentary recently, They released a lot of previously unreleased footage Mm, of people who saw it. Okay, and so you have their home videos because they were recording it, and they didn't know what they were seeing. They were like, "It looks like it might be on fire. Is it in trouble? We don't know." Like they didn't know, and so I'm thinking, if you're from a distance,
0: yeah, you might even know.
2: know. But there's definitely nobody close. Mm -hmm. Definitely nobody close. No. How many Gen X references can we fit in this episode?
0: We're not even trying, man. And it's just here.
2: Impact. Okay. So that's it. That's episode eight. And again, it's expository in nature. It's setting us up for what's coming in episode nine. So it wasn't great.
0: It Um, wasn't bad. It's just, it, it it just had to move some stuff forward. We had to do the plain thing. We had to know that Jackie was going to use um, the fact that Jeff is the father of Shauna's baby. We had to learn that she's going to use that against her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We had to see Jackie starting to try to get to Travis. Mm -hmm. And we had to see why Shauna is now not believing Adam.
2: Yes, you're right. You're right. Um, In this episode, something I noticed on the rewatch that I had not noticed the first time or that feels important to me is Ty and Shauna's bond, Mm -hmm. like we talked about. And also, you know, this Coach Ben thing, I saw it in a different light this episode and i mm-hmm. do think this was the beginning of him disappointing these girls on a whole new level
0: uh-huh yeah and, and on some level though to be fair i don't know what he could do differently yeah, at any point i don't point.
2: think it's his fault i just think no. he realized in that moment because the camera lingers on him for a second yeah. he can't fix like he can't this, no do matter anything what thing about this Nope. no no nope. all right girl thank you ma'am we've said it all said it all um, there guys, stay tuned. We're going to be releasing episode nine, like right after this. Awesome. We're going to jump into recording it. You I'm, sure are. I'm releasing them both on the same day. Okay. Cool. So we'll do that. All right, guys, if you haven't already, jump into Backdoor Friends. It's our Facebook group. And also consider supporting the show, um, for $8 a month on Apple subscriptions, Patreon, Supercast. We have you covered everywhere. You can, uh, support us and you can get ad-free episodes of everything, plus very extended versions of sister wives
0: and also if you do go to patreon don't click on the join for free i mean you can but you get bupkis you get you get what you pay for
2: you get nothing sorry
0: and you like it and i'm
2: at war with patreon just so we all know Mm -hmm. everyone is
0: so folks join supercast Mm -hmm.
2: supercast or apple subscriptions yeah yeah supercast is the best for us because they Mm -hmm. take less percent of the profit yeah. but Apple subscriptions is by far the easiest for users okay
0: yeah it is you're just there
2: alright guys we love you thank you bye
0: bye hey, everyone